Welcome to the Hit the Deck podcast, where we talk deck hockey, street hockey, ball hockey, it's hockey in sneakers. James is on assignment this week, so by we, I mean I, myself, your American rhino, Gary McComiskey. And a brief one this week, won't be a full episode, but I did want to update you. We wanted to update you, James and I. I'm speaking on his behalf. We wanted to update you on the ongoing Ball Hockey World Championships, which are going on right now, right at this very moment. Perhaps not at this very moment, depending on when you listen to this. But as I record, they are going on. And uh, if you recall, if you were listening to the podcast two weeks ago, you remember we had Amber Moore and Cherie Stewart from the U.S. women's ball hockey team. We were graced with their august presence, and it was a great conversation. So thanks again, ladies, for coming on the podcast, and thank you again to Jackie Spiegel for that get. We really appreciate it. Really classed up the joint, I think. But if you listen to that podcast, you will remember that they are members of the U.S women's national ball hockey team that team which is competing in those self-same championships which i just mentioned now uh it's not just the women it's also the men's team we didn't get the men's team on the podcast but that does not mean that they are not also very much playing in the championships and that does not mean that we should not be supporting both of them so usa usa USA. If you've been following our Facebook page, you know how they've been doing, but I'm going to catch you up anyway, because I'm not going to assume, because you know what they say about what happens when you assume. I assume you know what they say. See what I did there? Okay. Now you see why I have James, because when it's just me left to my own devices, this is what you get. But anyway, I will try and veer a hard right back onto the point. I am going to catch you up on what's been going on in the tournament, but first I do want to give you a little background on the tournament just so we all know where we stand. So the Ball Hockey World Championship, it occurs every two years. It is biannually, I believe they say. The last time they played, it was played in Switzerland, and that tournament was won on the men's side by Slovakia and on the women's side by Team Canada, eh? The U.S. team, the men, finished second in that tournament, so they took home the silver, which is respectable. You know, rather win the gold, but silver is definitely a good showing. And uh, the women finished fourth. In fact, the women's team, the U.S. women's team, has finished fourth in every ball hockey championship since 2007, which is when the women's division was first included in the ball hockey championship. So uh, really, finishing above fourth, I guess, is the goal, pun intended. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Anyway, so this year, the championships are in the Czech Republic, specifically in the city that I'm going to call Pardubice. Now, I can't say with any definitive surety how you are supposed to pronounce that city because watching the broadcasts of these tournament games, I have heard the announcer call it Pardubice, Pardubice, Pardubica, Pardubici, and Pardubice. I'm not going to infer that the announcer play-by-play person was enjoying his trip to the Czech Republic a little too much because that would be unprofessional and slanderous. But I will say that it sounds to me that at the very least, he does not quite have a handle on where he actually is. So uh, there's that. (laughs) So how are they doing in Pardubitz this year? Well, I will start off with the men for reasons that I think will become apparent 
as I go on. First off, the thing with the the men's division, it is much larger than the women's division. In fact, uh, there are 26 men's teams that are spread out over six groups. And four games are played for each team in the group round. So the U.S. men's team actually did very well in their group. They wound up undefeated and they finished first in their group. They had wins over Portugal, Italy, and Switzerland in regulation, and they bested the Czech Republic team, the home-hosting Czech Republic team, in a shootout. Now, before I go on, let me take a minute to talk about the Czech Republic team. I don't think what I'm about to say is going to win me any fans in the Czech Republic, but frankly, the behavior that I've seen of the fans in the Czech Republic, I don't know that I would want them. Because um, let me tell you a little story about what happened during the game where the men, the U.S. men played the men's team from the hosting Czech Republic. So funny story, the Czech team in the third period, Czech team was up two goals to one and they took a shot on the U.S. goal and it uh, it was close. It was difficult to determine whether it actually crossed the goal line or not. But it was ruled on the deck, on the uh, the the surface, the floor, as the uh, announcer called it. Because actually, I'm just going to take a funny funny story from my funny story. They don't call it deck hockey. This is the ball hockey championships, and they refer to the surface as the floor. In fact, when we had Cherie on, uh, Cherie and Amber. I believe it was Cherie that said that she had never actually, she told us this off air, she had never actually heard it referred to as deck hockey prior to coming on the podcast. She had only heard it referred to as ball hockey, which is interesting, or I guess street hockey. But I digress from my digression. So the Czech team took the shot on the U.S. goal, and it was determined by the referee to have rung off the crossbar and not actually crossed the goal line. So the fans were... Not happy with that. A couple of bottles got thrown on the on the floor. And, uh, you know, booze rained down. Oh, you robbed us of a goal, blah, blah, blah. But the third period continues. Fast forward to late in the third period, just uh, a couple minutes left. And lo and behold, the U.S. team takes a hard shot on the Czech goal that it's a little bit unclear, but is ruled to have crossed the goal line and bounced straight down and then bounced out of the net. So basically the same play that uh, happened to the Czech team that they failed to benefit from earlier in the period. And you can understand the fans being upset that the, the U.S. team got the goal when the Czech team didn't under basically very similar circumstances. So you, you can imagine some boos and chants and, uh, you know, some harsh feeling towards the referees and, and towards possibly the U.S. team. I can understand that as a passionate fan of my teams, but what I can't understand is that the Czech fans decided to almost all of them, well, I can't say almost all of them because I don't know how many were in the arena, but a really, really large percentage of them decided to pelt the floor with bottles, filled bottles. So not only are they getting the, uh, not only is there a danger of them hitting their own team because they're unhappy, with these bottles, but they're also getting the surface, the floor surface, all wet because, as I said, many of these bottles are still filled. So they're also endangering their own players by creating a hazard on the surface. So I'm going to say that the Czech Republic is a little bit of the Wild West, and um, frankly, I would have expected better 
from uh, from a passionate fan base like that. So um, I'm going to put you in a timeout. Yep. Yep. It happened. It happened. In fact, I'm going to call back all the way to the second episode of this podcast. Or perhaps it was the, yeah, yeah. Second episode of this podcast. Czech Republic, you've been decked. What do you think about that, huh? 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 You probably don't think much about that. I'm Frankly, I, I'd be very surprised if we had any Czech listeners. But um, okay, my rant is finished. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out of the box now. So <laughs> that being said, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, I, I fairly forget what I was even talking about. Now you see why James is such a necessity to this show. So um, anyway, the yeah, so they just a, a quick recap, because even I've pretty much forgotten what I was talking about before this. The U.S. team finished the group round undefeated in first place in their division. And so as I record today, which is Thursday, they had their very first quarterfinal playoff game against Greece and they lost in overtime <laughs> four to three. The U.S. team lost to Greece, the men's team. I'm sure they played very hard. I was not able to see any of the game. I tried, but there was significant lag. I have to say the streams for this tournament have really been of poor quality in terms of uh, lag and and just being able to not access them when you want to. Uh, Lots of stopping and pausing and buffering, and it's just been very hard to watch. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm grateful to have the opportunity to have watched it at all. But that being said, I find the experience somewhat lacking. Just my opinion. One man's opinion, one rhino's opinion. Perhaps your opinion, perhaps not. But uh, there it is. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, I still passionately support the American team. I'm proud of them for what they were able to accomplish in the tournament. I don't want anybody to think otherwise, but I am, I speak only for myself, but I probably speak for a lot of people who expected more from this team. I'm a little disappointed that they wound up getting knocked out in the first round to um, not to disparage Greece, but they don't seem to be uh, a juggernaut in this tournament based on their performance thus far. And to lose to that team, credit to them. You know, everyone likes a scrappy underdog, so I'm sure they saw it as a huge opportunity and credit to them. They, they took the sheep by the horns. I'm sorry. I'm better than that. Uh, am I? Am I better than that? I don't know. Anyway, you deserve better than that. I know that for fact. But um, so, so anyway, yes, I would say credit to the Greek team, but to the U.S. men's team, I still love you, but I think you've got some work to do to come back stronger in a couple of years because uh, I don't think anyone was expecting this early an exit. So, you know, nevertheless, USA, USA, USA. And then there's the women, which is uh, I I think now you can understand why I wanted to start with the men because the women uh, hopefully is uh, a little bit of an up note that we can uh, we can end on. So the women is a much smaller group. So only six teams, only six countries sent representatives to this tournament. So there are only six teams on the women's side and only one group for for those six teams. And the women played a pretty even tournament. I'm going to say they did well, but they didn't dominate. Certainly not in the way that the men seemed to early on. So 
the women, as opposed to the men who played four games, the women played five games in their group round, and they came out on the upside. They managed to beat Slovakia, which is a very good team, and uh, as well as the United Kingdom in regulation, and they beat Italy in a shootout. Unfortunately, they lost their games that they played against Canada, which is a bit of a juggernaut in its own right, and the, again, host Czech Republic. It, it's I don't... I'm not going to go off on the fans again because they didn't have anything to do with it. But I will say that from what I've watched, the Czech women's team is very, very aggressive. I'm reluctant to use the word dirty because, you know, everybody wants to win. And sometimes you have to push the boundaries of what's legal. But they took the Czech team I'm talking about. They took a ton of penalties and a bunch of the penalties that they managed to draw on the U.S. team, I, I felt that, let's let's just say I felt the Czech women had, um, they were complicit in the uh, U.S. ladies' commission of those uh, alleged penalties. So that's that. And moreover, they were a very physical team. In fact, the U.S., when they played them, they did not just lose the game. Unfortunately, they also lost a player. Number 99, Kayla McEwen, at the end of the second period, so just before the second period ended, she took a really nasty board right right behind her own net. She was going back behind the goal line for the puck, and a Czech player came in hard and really just shoved her into the directly into the boards. She hit at a bad angle. Her head and her back snapped back and bent back in an unnatural angle, and it just looked really ugly. They had uh, credit to the Czech player. She she did go stop what she was doing immediately and drop down and check to see if uh, Kayla was okay. But, you know, it's only a game. You know, I, I know everybody wants to play aggressively, so... But but still, you can't. That's a really dangerous play in any league. You know, better that you you don't do that in the first place. You know, don't uh, you know? It's not it's not ice hockey. You're not checking people. Just don't don't do that. But so she's on the ground for a long time. Uh, eventually, they have to bring out the backboard with the EMTs and take her off, and uh, just you know to make sure that they don't make anything worse they're, they're not sure exactly what the injury is in fact they ended the second period prematurely because it was taking so long to get her off the ice so they just sent the women to the locker room and you know started the third later so i do have good news though because the very next morning kayla number 99 she was able to come back she had said that uh, she, you know, felt some tingling when it first happened and, and it, you know, she heard a felt a crunch in her lower back. But fortunately, it, it was a scarier it wound up being a scarier moment than an actual bad injury. So, you know, thanks uh, <laughs> to whatever deity you may happen to believe in, you know, say say a prayer of Thanksgiving for that because that's uh, that could have been a lot worse than it actually was. So good for her. She managed to come back, and she led her team to a, a big victory against Switzerland. I think they won that game 6 nothing. So, and, and I think she scored in that game. So, you know, good for her. And uh, so the U.S., after that Switzerland game, they finished their group in fourth place. And, you know, fourth place, not ideal, but they just did manage to squeak into the playoff, the medal round. So four out of six teams, okay, 
it's in the middle, and they finished fourth in every other. <laughs> as I said, they finished fourth in every other tournament, and now they finished the group round in fourth place. And that leads us into the semifinal game, which they will be playing against huh, Canada. They're uh, the, the, the juggernaut Team Canada, which finished first in the group. And, well, it hasn't happened yet as I record, but by the time you listen to it, it will have happened. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to throw it to future me to tell us how they do. Mac, what happened? Thanks, younger me. Poor dumb me from 12 hours ago. Uh, if I knew then what I know now, I've seen some things, man. I've seen things. And one of those things, in fact, has been the semifinal game between the U.S. women's team and Team Canada, which just concluded a short while ago as I re-record. And in the round-robin match between the U.S. and Team Canada, the final of that game was 2-1 to one on the Canadian side. However, Lady Luck has smiled on the U.S. team today, and they turned it around with another close game. But this time, they come out on the top side with a score of 3-2. to two. It was a great, great game. U.S. team showed a lot of guts, battling back to tie it being a goal down twice, and then scoring the winning goal with 35 seconds left in the game. It was a great showing, and really, I'm really proud of these ladies, as all of you should be. So that's your update. And the gold medal game is going to occur on Saturday morning, 5.30 a.m. Eastern. So if you're listening to this on Friday, you can still catch it. If not, then you owe it to yourself to find out who won that game. It's the U.S. versus either Slovakia or the Czech Republic. That game has yet to be determined. So in Pardubitz, finally, the U.S. women's team will finish no worse than the silver. So if nothing else, they have bested their previous best. So good for you, ladies. We're hoping for a gold, and that's your report. So... That is the Ball Hockey Championships. We will have the final information for you on the next episode of the Hit the Deck podcast. So you have that to look forward to. Back to you, me from last night. All right. Thanks, Mac. Good report. So uh, that's where we stand. And that is going to do it for this scrimmage. We will be back next week with another episode, a new brand spanking new episode of the Hit the Deck podcast with Gary and James. So you can have that to look forward to. In the meantime, of course, if you have anything to tell us, you can email us at hitthedeck at gmail.com or tweet at us, hit the deck pod, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. YouTube, you know the drill. But uh, until then, of course, I would just urge you to please remember it's deck hockey. Don't be that guy. Thanks, everybody.